Good day, everyone. This is Bill Molden. And this is not Vince Hawkins. And this is the Vince and Bill Show, minus events. So, uh, Jeff, it's great to have you here. Uh, It's great to have you filling in uh, for our man's Vince. Uh, Vince is actually out with a lot of other church leaders in Springfield, spending a week there, sharing their faith, uh, trying to build up the body, set up Bible studies, uh, because it's one thing to give money to a mission, but man, it means so much more when you actually send people. Very much so. Vince is doing his best uh, Paul and Barnabas impression. Which is great because we are all about uh, the book of Acts, the part of Acts where it's, it is time for the mission. And of course, uh, we're in chapter 17, which means that we've had the council at Jerusalem. We've had Paul and Barnabas split, and now it's Paul, uh, Silas, and Timothy kind of going together. Uh, Paul has endured the sting of the no of God coming from the Holy Spirit, Spirit of Jesus, and finally God directed them with a dream. And obediently they go, and they go to Philippi. Uh, they uh, they had a, a run-in with a demon. Uh, Paul casts it out and then ends up getting thrown in jail for all of his trouble. Uh, oh, yeah. And then we came to Acts 17 today. And so, Jeff, you know, I got a chance to preach today, but uh, what were your impressions from the from the text that uh, we wrestled with today? Um. Well, first off, the sermon was was awesome. It was very uh, thought provoking. It was very convicting because it was a great reminder of you know just what we signed up for and following Jesus. I think uh, the text itself, you really kind of you really brought it alive for us and really showing us uh, that the things that ignite crowds, the thing that sparks people's response, is very much the same today as it was then. I think that was your first point. You know, pay attention to what ignites the crowds. And uh, that's definitely something that'll stick with me for this week. Yeah, and and what I was trying to do is trying to help uh, the everyone to understand that Luke had a pantheon of gods that he could have highlighted. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a very pagan rich environment. There are temples everywhere, oh, idols yeah. everywhere, and it's interesting that Luke does not mention any of them, but he does mention the power. That's behind the power of those idols. Yeah. Uh, the love of money, uh, which is highlighted in Acts, uh, Acts 16, verse 19. And, but, in, but here in Thessalonica, it was really the peace that came from choosing to follow Caesar. It was the, the peace from the power that gives us the power to do whatever we want. And I think one of the things that w- that was trying to be highlighted is that that's the same power that we wrestle with today. Yeah. It's not that we're bringing about another God, at least for them. It's that we're bringing about another king. Yeah. You know, to combat <laughs> kingdom, to combat, you know, the ability to do what I want to do when I want to do it, to have what I want to have just because I want to have it. And saying that, oh, no, all of the things that you have are actually mine is something that most people I'd hazard to say almost just about all people don't want to get behind (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you know and even as I was preparing the sermon and kind of going over okay how will I illustrate this I really was brought back to Mm. kind of one of the original illustrations of of the way that we used to teach discipleship Mm. uh, about giving up everything. And, and for me, that's always been really, really personal Mm. Uh, because I think if, if we were to sit down with Jesus 
and we're to have one of those Luke 14 moments where we're being called to count the cost and consider the alternative, and he asks us to give up everything, what would that look like? And, and of course, I know how I felt about it. I've been using that, that illustration for years, but that's not something that everyone has heard. So when you kind of heard that illustration, what, did that, what went through your mind? The illustration was was very vivid. Just imagining slowly giving up everything, you know. Oh, let me get the shirt off your back. Let me get your let me get your house, you know. Yeah. Not only your house, but all of the possessions in your house, you know. Oh, let me let me have your. Oh, you you got a car? Let me get your car. Oh, you have a job? Let me have your job. Oh, well, you know, well, what will I do then? I guess I'll stay with my parents. Actually, I need your parents. Also, yeah. need your friends. You know, I need not only not only all of your possessions, your physical possessions, but the things that you know you you yourself possess, your talents, your abilities, you know, your thoughts. Like just laying that out, I'm just like sitting there thinking, man, is that that's what God asked of us? It's like, man, that's that's what I signed up for. It was very. Uh, uh, sobering, you know, and it was funny. This in the worship, singing, uh, my life is not my own. To you, I belong. I was like, man, did they plan this? No, we didn't. Uh, like, I, I know. It, I give myself. I give myself to you. That was the Bill Molden original sound at, attempt at singing. Um, <laughs> it had us primed and ready uh, just for that for that moment. Like everybody, I have. I have to think everybody had that on their mind, and yeah, you, you know. And Ken, Ken did a fantastic job of reminding us of what we've already saying. And I think that's one thing that I really love about the reasons why we sing and we have a sermon and we have communion is, is because the Spirit really does want to work through every avenue to move our heart. And so today, guys, if you're listening to us and you have a moment, I would encourage you not only to listen to the sermon, but to watch the entire service. Because again, what we're trying to create is experience with God. And one of the things I think God always wants us to, to know is the greatness of his love, the, the highness of his calling, but then the incredible grace that comes from wrestling with his truth. Mm. And, uh, and I, I love this idea of being invited to being a noble part, part of the nobility of the mm. kingdom of God. Um, that kind of set me up for next week uh, as we'll be kind of taking on the, the other power uh, in, in the basic elements of this world, um, and that's philosophy. Mm. So that's kind of a preview of what's coming next time. But, uh, but Jeff, as, uh, as you kind of think about it and you, you know, as you're thinking about the people that you work with, the teens, campus, what, were you, what do you think was the most helpful thing that you heard today? That uh, that you think okay if if you don't get anything else out out of the sermon get this, um, it was kind of the you wrapping up you know you kind of said you know you laid out that wonderful illustration and you kind of had us all like you know hanging like man like contemplating like what does that look like for us and then you talked about the response like what response do you have to a king whom that who is offering that and. You know, show me what that king requires. Amen. You know, I think that was the most impactful thing. And it's something that I can definitely share with, you know, college students or high school students. Just like, man, do you do you really want to know what the king requires? Yeah, I think that that really goes a long way. Amen. Amen. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for uh, 
you know, giving us uh, your time here today. Vince, we miss you, uh, but uh, so grateful for your example and being out there in Springfield. But we're also thankful for you, the listener, uh, that, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the, the dozen or so of you that listen. <laughs> we value you. We thank you. We're so grateful for you. And uh, we really do hope that, uh, that these podcasts are a blessing to you. So, Jeff, any last thoughts you want to give to the people? Oh uh, man, uh, listen to this sermon, guys. It's very, it's very convicting. I'm gonna have to listen to it again. So. Amen, amen. Well, I'm gonna have to listen to it again myself, uh, so, <laughs> so I know where what to, where to go next. But until next time, brothers and sisters, be blessed, be strong in the grace, and uh, have a good day. Amen.